everybody. We're back with another episode of Let's Get Something Straight, the podcast where two lifelong best friends, one gay and one straight, talk about everything from parenting and relationships to mental health, sex, and the dumb things we did when we were drunk. We laughed through it all, and we hope you guys will too. Here's your invitation to the conversation, so let's get something straight. And we're back. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Something Straight. We took a week off. Uh, I was in Vegas as just lighting the lucky candle, uh, as some of you may know. That was a good trip. Happy to be back, though. Why are you shaking like that? Because I'm a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we knew that. Or is it your seventh cup of coffee? Uh, not probably the first. <laughs> um, so we had a really great uh, episode number two, Amy. I got a lot of good feedback on the, um, com- uh, do you want comfort or resolution? Yeah. I think a lot of people probably got laid. I, I hope I got people laid. So let I me think know. you did. I just hope that they gave you credit. Like Exactly. In the midst no, it, it could have been after as well. I don't mind, but oh, and the miss would be epic. like, oh, Amy. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I, what never was want, I never want to hear you do that again with my name. <laughs> if I could never have that again in my life, it would be too soon. <laughs> oh my god, you're crazy. Um. Anyway, this week's topic, Amy. Uh, I, I I had an opportunity to talk to a couple of people about. How they identify. Do do people identify as their jobs anymore? Like when you say, you know, who 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 are you? I'm a cop. I'm a nurse. I'm a, you know, administrative professional. At, at what point do you, do you do that your whole life? At, at some point, do you kind of identify as something else? Like 15 years ago, right? Before you had kids and you were married. Right. If I had said, Amy, who, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Describe yourself. Oh, yeah. What what would you have said? Like, obviously, you know, we've been in our careers a really long time. We're in our 40s. But in our 30s, you know, right before, well, I, I've been with Richie for a really long time. But, but you know, before we had kids, we could say, well, I'm a mom or I'm a wife or. Right. What would you have said? Would you have identified as, as your job? No, definitely not. I, I never had like this. I never really knew what I wanted to do, to be honest. Um, it got drilled into my head young at like 17, which was smart by my parents, but they were like, you know, get something that is not seasonal, get something that has good benefits, like the realistic way to go about things. I always wanted to be, if I could go back 15 years and start over, I would have my own business of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. I love real estate, maybe flipping houses, maybe just self-employed. Not have a boss. Correct. Not be my own boss, which my father always was. I saw that my whole life. My father was his own boss my whole life. And kind of pushed us to do something totally different. What did your father do for a living? My father was in the car business. Started from the bottom of detailing cars all the way up to pretty much consulting major dealerships. Um, so, And he didn't you know, report into anybody. He just reported into himself. Correct. Owned his own lots. Owned yeah. When used cars were uh, more prevalent, owned his own, a few lots at once. And had I saw that he was able to like take my sisters to school, pick them up from school. I mean, he yeah. was home at like 3.30 in the afternoon. I was like wow, I can spend five hours a day and make that money right. and be home. Great. But was it drilled into your head that like you need to make money, chase the money, chase the dollar, or do something that makes you happy? For me, actually being gay, it was a bit drilled into my head that, and it sounds so old school because remember we're talking early 90s yeah. that we're talking about here is like 
well, if you're not going to have a husband and you're not going to, you know, right. he perhaps be to, alone. Yeah, he not, was trying to set you up. Marriage for, wasn't a thing. He right. was trying to set me up for myself. Like, you better have good benefits for yourself. You better have a good yeah. pension or retirement for yourself. And be able to take care of yourself. You better make a decent living. Right, because in the 90s, the assumption was that you're... you're it was so different. Yeah. You're so gonna, different. You may you may date women or have a girlfriend, but you're not going to be married. You're not going to have that kind of traditional... Correct. And even just in heterosexual relationships, it was more of a one-person working household. Then. Right. You didn't need two people to work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So even... that was pressed upon me. So it was just kind of like that self-employed thing kind of got pushed out of my head thinking... Because that is risky. You are relying on yourself always. And I kind of was like, all right, let me get something realistic right. and steady. You know, so, get a paycheck every two weeks. Right. So so what what pushed you to go into the direction of where your career is now? Really just a fluke that I didn't want to, like, enter real life at 21. And my <laughs> mom was an x-ray tech as well, is her background. And she was an instructor at an x-ray school and was like, you know, you can go here for free, literally. Right. And I was like, cool, I can go to school for two more years. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> so I that. can just, yeah, learn this trade, <laughs> yeah, not really spend this... a whole lot of time in school Correct. and then just do this thing just to make money to, to support myself. Correct. I kind of feel like that's where my career is too. Like I still feel like I have the same job that my dad got me when, when, I, when I dropped out of college. I remember that. No, but look how <laughs> like far you can't, Well, no, I know. I, know. What I did with that and where I took it and Correct. how I developed myself, yeah, obviously. But, I, you know, I, I didn't want to work for a pharmaceutical company. I wasn't like, oh, my dreams are to be project manager in drug safety. Like, I'm a performer. I'm a dancer. I should be on stage somewhere. Yes. Not, like, sitting at a desk in, in pharma, like... <laughs> Did yeah. someone die from well, this? Well, little did you know, from this you have dream. a dream yeah. job. I'm so freaking jealous of your job. Well, what's dreamy about my job is that it's very flexible. and But there's flexibility and not flexibility, right? So in February, when I was doing a, a really big um, safety drug submission globally, I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning because I work with global markets. So, I, you know, I have to be on their time. So that sucks. But... I have the freedom to like take off an hour and do this with you. <laughs> that doesn't suck. That doesn't suck. That doesn't suck. And I can work from home and and um yeah, so that that part of it's good. At, but but again, you know, it was like you can't just sit home and do nothing. Like you have to go get a job here, be an editor for the Merck like daily newspaper. So that's what I started doing and then I just kind of weaseled my way through worked your way up worked I worked my way up exactly and started recreating myself and realizing kind of what skills I had I was a good writer I was a good project manager I was a really good editor like I knew how to analyze data once I kind of picked up skills like that and I just moved my way up yeah but this is certainly not like my dream no. job <laughs> Mine is not either. I've been at the same company for 20 years, and I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, but um, it's definitely weighing on me more now at 44. I feel like we should get a midlife crisis that we could be able to change our careers. That's so interesting that you say that, because I've talked to a couple people. Like, I have, I have friends that are nurses and friends that are cops and these types of careers where like tough yeah we're but, through this whole pandemic like it's, oh yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. we don't at my job you're lucky if you get lunch like yeah that's what kind of, when you're on you're on it's 10 to 11 hours from the second there's no break in, there's no flexibility there is no breaks there is no flexibility right we're there like i have to show up be there and it's non-stop yeah yeah 
and it's only getting worse. <laughs> I would not pick healthcare if I were coming out today. Yeah. That way. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's nonstop. It's busy. But I'm wondering too, like, you know, you, you ask like, you know, little boys and little girls, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a cop. I want to be a fireman. I want to be a nurse. I want to be a teacher. Like these very self-identifying professions. And I know these people yes, in their forties. And they're like, I don't want to be a cop anymore. I don't want to be a nurse anymore. I, this sucks. But how do I, you know, throw my life up and, and let the chips fall where they may and then start over in my 40s? And I don't have the personality for that. Definitely not. Like, I I could never do that. I have to just keep... At, I wonder at what point do you stop chasing the, this is what I want to be when I grow up, or or stop chasing the money and start choosing, like, I just want to do something that makes me happy. That's kind of scary, though, because what makes you happy may not pay. I think that is your 40s. Is like, right? So you've been in this career and you're finally making, and I mean, money's a touchy subject. What's enough for somebody may not be enough for someone else. But I think most right. people in their 40s that have been in their same careers since their 20s have finally reached this pinnacle of a salary that is you know, uh, you're probably you're making more money not... now than you've ever made Correct. before. You're making more money than you've ever made before. You probably you're... could float on this cloud for the next 10 years Easily. into your 50s. Easily. And then it starts to, you know, it, but, it starts I... to go down a little bit as you're thinking about retirement. But are you thinking... happy? And that's, right. And that's what you're saying. To me, you said it before, prior to us starting recording that time is more valuable to me now. Right. Yeah. And that's 100%. Yeah. I yeah, even 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 your like even my commute of dollars for time. Yeah. You know, my son start plays soccer. I work every other Saturday. His games are only on Saturday. And he's always like, "Mommy, you only get to see half my games." Like, mm. I hate that. Right. But that's the nature of the beast. I'm that's in healthcare. A, that's yeah. what I signed up for. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "Mom, like during the pandemic, why are you working? Everyone else gets to stay home with their families." Mm. I'm in healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to go. It, you got to do it. What would you rather be doing if you could make your current salary, at least your current salary? I would. What do, would be like your absolute dream job if you could do anything? Like right now I would do real estate flipping. You'd enjoy that. doing that or you'd enjoy the money that would... I would enjoy doing it as well. Okay. It interests me. Yeah. It interests me. The value of it, it interests me in making a nice home for a family. Right. So what part Plus, of it of course, would... Just, the money. Well, yeah. But I'm saying if, if, if the money wasn't... A, a, a factor in I the decision like making. Be, making my own decisions, being my own boss. Yeah. Um, that just suits my personality. And it must come from my father. I have this business yeah, you do. sense in my mind and everyone that tells me, be like, you should own, like, why don't you not own your own business? Like, that's what you should be doing. I always thought that and about I'm you. Because so you're, you're very financially smart. You know how to make, I mean, you, you keep busting my balls about the whole bitcoin thing or whatever like <laughs> it's too late now too i was getting late. you in at like friggin 10k it's up to like 40 now you should you, you should listen i just right. do a lot of research and actually you do. my brother is the same and i have my brother in my ear all the time and mm. honestly him and i play off each other and it's extremely helpful we do our research yeah no you're very you're make like your a columbo you make your money work for you it's true though it's it's i tell my son this all the time we got him um a small account and literally have your kids, I don't care if they're friggin' 10 years old, put $5 a week in mm -hmm. for their whole lives starting now. They will be millionaires by our age. Yeah. Fact. 
to me, that's like you're you're buying the time that you covet so much when you get older. Correct. Right? Because if you don't have the money when you're older, then you Correct. have to just be so focused like on making the money. Like in my 20s, I had extra income. I didn't have a family, and I was stupid and didn't do anything oh, with God, it. Oh, God, was I so fucking stupid. I should have been like, the money that we wasted <laughs> going to bars seven days a week, I could have invested in something and been retired at 55 literally you're yeah. seeing it now and that's what excites me like i love that like yeah. tech and all this stuff and how these people are making money i mean you can literally as a kid have a do power washing to someone's house now mm. make 200 dollars a day okay doesn't sound like a lot 200 dollars a day multiply that by five multiply that by four cash yeah Four thousand a month cash. Are you sure you don't want to be like a, a financial advisor? I think you would be a really good financial advisor. Like you're I know, talking about I'm, flipping houses. That's a lot of work. Like what part of flipping houses would you want to? It is a ton of work, and yeah, it's very like risky. the construction end of it. Like you want to be the foreman on a no, site. Like what? Just, what part of it do you? You no, just want to buy everything, but <laughs> yeah, I don't do the work. I mean, it's very. If you can do the work, great. That's more money in your pocket. Your wife can do the work. You could she have could. like a whole team. You could have. You could, she could. create your mm -hmm. own lesbian construction company. <laughs> I, bet you I would pigeonhole ourselves that way. No, but I think you could make. You know how many people would be like, I only want to deal with Amy and Karen. I only want to deal with lesbians to fix my house. Well, I think everybody should think that way. <laughs> no, that's that's people don't know what they're missing. But I ha that's I'm like thinking about this now. Just absolutely. <laughs> Lesbian brute strength and smarts all wrapped up in one house flipping commodity. That's amazing. We're on to something. I think we might be. <laughs> Let's get something straight here. We're calling, the... calling all lesbian contractors. <laughs> Honest to God, I think you could have like all oh, you could have like a show on HGTV. Like move over, Joanna Gaines. I'm gonna go shoot my pilot. Yeah. Move over, Chip. Wear this, Joanna. too. Amy's got a typical lesbian uniform on. She's this got her flannel, her 90s flannel, and like a vest. All lesbians have a vest. Defy me all you want. <laughs> and drive Subarus. And and drive drive Subarus, yeah. Lesbarus, isn't that Lesbarus. what we call it? Lesbarus. <laughs> Mostly I know some dudes driver. out there that, that drive lesbians so and they're I. like, you bitch. <laughs> you know? I'm thinking of one in particular. I'm thinking of one in particular. <laughs> Who I might have been drinking wine in the back of said lesbian. Oh my God, that was funny. <laughs> um, what would I rather be doing if yes. I could make my current salary now? You're going to laugh. I <laughs> So I just got back from Vegas and one of the things we did with the with the kids there was we went to see like this dolphin show where like, you know, the, the dolphin trainers are there and they have their, their the like wetsuits wet on and they're like blowing whistles and doing these hand gestures and then the dolphins go running, running, flopping <laughs> <laughs> and they jump up and they do thing, they land and then they come and they want to fit. So you want to be a dolphin trainer? I want to either dolphins, wolves. <laughs> like I can and see I that. wanted yeah. Your happiest job was working at the pet store. Yeah, when I was training the and dogs. I'm not even sure that was for money. I mean No, it absolutely was for money because okay. No, I know Richie... you were getting paid, but I'm saying was it your true I feel like that I... that was the happiest I've ever seen you was that job. 
It was. My job was Jersey camera, believe it or not. I was a little cashier, selling my little films, selling my yeah. video cameras. I loved that. I was like 17. That I love that. my favorite job. The reason why I got that job was because I, I needed to get a second job. We, we were unfortunately had, you know, unemployment visit our lives. Yeah, it happens to <laughs> um, And we were, you know, we were a couple and we were getting married and we needed money. So I said, all right, I'll go out. And while you're looking for another job, I'll go out and, you know, just get some Job is like Part a cashier or something, and I felt I love animals. And if I have to, you know, sit in front of a cashier, then I'll go do it at a pet store where I can, like, play with the puppies that walk by. And I walked in there, and I was looking for a job, and the guy was like, we're opening up a new store, and we need dog trainers. Would You know, we'll train you, and we'll certify you, and you could be a dog trainer. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. Yes. That's exactly so what happy. I want to do. But if I could do that... With like a wild animal and then put on a show at a zoo and like also perform. Because I'm a performer myself, right? No, Obviously. but you saw what happened to, uh, who were they with the tigers? Siegfried and yes. Roy. I don't want to, yeah. I don't no, want you I, to get mauled by like a wolf. No, Arr. but the wolf, I would raise the wolves for, as puppies. <laughs> they, 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 do you understand? It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. Okay. I could take a wolf. I'm not saying I could take like a down a white tiger. You I don't think I could take the size of a wolf. You couldn't take down a pit bull. You're gonna take down a wolf. I I did take down a pit bull. You opened and a Rottweiler. You opened and its a... jaws. Yes. Well, then you that, that, that actually story. happened. No, it actually happened. I swear to God, that happened. You didn't know that story. No. I took my dog when she was like a puppy to the dog park. And, you know, I was a dog trainer, so, like, I I know what oh, wait, to I, look okay. for. I know the behaviors, I do whatever. This, but yeah. No, yeah. And this idiot little girl, 17-year-old, with leash. her pit bull off leash. And um, this tiny little Pomeranian, this lunch. thing was lunch for this pit bull. <laughs> and they had, but oh, actually, they had them on leashes. I remember that the 17-year-old had the pit bull on a leash and was just pulling the pit bull and it's like ripping the Pomeranian. Literally, literally, oh. literally. Pomeranian in the mouth. Mm. And then the, the, the woman who, it, you know, was her Pomeranian also on leash. She's pulling the other way. So you're just making Can. like chop meat out yeah, of this thing. Can. So I push my dog away and give her a command and she sits. And then I went up there and I put my fucking hands in this dog's mouth <laughs> because I knew where its little like, you, you know, pressure points were to, to release. release its jaw. And it worked. And it fucking worked. And I, I saved that dog. It was, there was blood everywhere. That's and amazing. I got, and I saved that dog. And I, and I know that the dog lived because the owner of the Pomeranian was one of our sorority sisters. And it was ironic that Shut it happened. Up. Yeah. You didn't know it at I the did time? not know. Well, I did because she, she was wearing our letters. And oh I'm like, God, oh my God. Crazy. After yeah. it happened, you were like, you're yes. in my sorority. Saved the fucking dog. In our life. sorority. Yes. That's crazy. Swear to God. Crazy. Where was this? In Roselle Park? No, no, no. And oh. uh, at the dog park in Mountainside. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to be a I, I want to be a wolf trainer a at a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to and I Train want people wolves. to come. Yeah. Or dolphins. I can't assist you. You know how I am with animals. <laughs> I love animals. You could not put me in a room with a wolf. Oh, my God. I, I saw I them at the West Orange Zoo. Yeah. I could walk underneath it. Like, no. Yeah, no, that's it's what I want to do. It's the size of a horse. Like, there's no fucking They're way. They're not the size I'm of go a horse. It's not a dire a wolf. wolf from fucking Game of Thrones. They're just bigger dogs. Okay, you. That's why you were made for that. <laughs> and I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. Or I feel like, you know, 
I, I could be like a singer or a choreographer oh, for sure. or a director or a talk show host or have a podcast. Any number of these things. Any number You're of an entertainer. These, I'm an entertainer. For sure. People need to see me and hear me and know me. Yes. I am <laughs> not. <laughs> you, That's why we attract one another. We are opposites. I give my best friend her spotlight since we've been 16. I give her all of the spotlight. I do. And it works for I us. I do love a spotlight. And it works for us. I think so too. So, all right. So at what point should, here, here's really the, like the go-to where I want to go with this conversation. We have kids now. We've experienced like this fucking blows having to work so hard and make so much money and be so money conscious. And now you're in your forties and you covet your time. Your time is now valuable. Now you have to pass that lesson down to your kid. What would you do differently in terms of teaching your kids to chase the money or to chase the chase their happiness like truthfully it's terrible because i think it's a little of both i mean money is just the evil root but you need it right right because and 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 here i am and it depends on the person okay it depends Mm -hmm. are you do see i like going on vacation three times a year right and that costs money i like driving a new car every three years that yeah. costs money. So it's yeah. like, what do you want? What are your, some people don't need that. Right. And if, and if my kid, I can notice is that kind of person. See, like money doesn't buy happiness. Of course it doesn't. But what I feel like it buys is freedom, time and choices. Right. And that's everything at our age. Right. I mean, if you didn't have to worry about money, think about that for a minute. Yeah. Take money off the table that you never worry about it. Right. What free, what freedom does that open? Yeah, of course. So realistically, yes, you need money. I mean, everything's expensive. We live in New Jersey. Like, think of just your mortgage payment alone. Right. It's like, you need a little bit of both, which is... So how do you find the balance with, I'm tired of doing this job. I don't want to be a nurse anymore. This sucks being a teacher. I don't want to be a cop anymore. I don't want to identify as my profession. But I'm not going to just throw it all up in the air in my 40s and decide um, I'm going to start over now. How do you find the balance with, all right, I have to continue to do this. And I also want to find it's happiness really and find difficult. an identity that's outside of my it's job. It's extremely difficult. You either can do things, out, like you said, outside of your work hours that right. make you extremely happy. And like we're, we're doing now, this we always what, wanted to do ex- this. Exactly. So you have certain outlets or you put your big mama panties on and men take, or men take your balls out, <laughs> put your money on the table and where your mouth is. Yeah. And I could stop talking about flipping a house and, and just, I could take my money from my it. bank and just go freaking do it. Right. That's a that's a big step, but and it's a huge it's, step because I could lose. You buy course. a house, and they go, "Oh, guess what? You need a new foundation." And it's not just you losing, right? Because you have kids that have Correct. to go to school and camp. And and, of, and, camp is like two hundred fifty dollars. Oh week. my god! What? I wasn't even talking He's about like, camp. I'm, I'm just talking about camp. like their future. But yeah, just them it's now nuts. is super fucking expensive. Kids are so, expensive and so expensive very needy and very needy. Why and do not they need always so, so appreciative? Oh, never appreciative. It's literally like it's like hanging out with your best friend that never has money. Right? Well, like, we that's had one of those. Are. We did have one. We love you. We We're love only you. kidding. You know we that. Love her. We love You've her. You paid us back tenfold <laughs> in your love and kindness. And <laughs> but no, honestly, it's like yeah. having my best buddy. Yeah. Like we go, I take him last night to a baseball game mm. and I get him a hat he wanted. He gets the golden baseball he wants. Each thing is right. like $30 a pop. Yeah. So boom, boom, boom. In my head already, I spent 300 between the tickets, this, this, and that. And he's like, we're in the first inning and I'm looking over. And he goes, I'm bored. <laughs> I just spent all this fucking money on you. He's bored. How many more innings? <laughs> um, eight, son. It just started three minutes ago. Yeah. 
So that's my life. Me too. I just got back from Vegas with my kids. You know how much money it costs just to have like a chicken nugget? It was like $100 <laughs> for lunch. It took them to Cirque du Soleil and the Avengers Museum. And they're just like, mm, I feel when like can we go swim in the pool? I feel like it's my fault though. Fuck out of here. Because just, there's pools in the Holiday Inn in Woodbridge. Like, exactly. What are you talking about? But I feel like it's partly me. Like I see part of me in him. Like I'm so uneasily impressed and I don't know where I get this from. Mm. I'm not impressed with things. And I get upset with myself about it, actually. Like, so I went to Niagara Falls. Yeah. And I was like, oh, big which, deal. where is it? Waterfall. And they're like, that is it. And I'm like, <laughs> who cares? Oh, that's like a seventh wonder. Like, I don't know. I'm terrible. I can go see the Sistine Chapel. I can travel my ass to Italy. I'd look up and be like, great. Can we go have wine and charcuterie now? Like, oh, that's pretty. Next. Like, I'm just. Next. It's awful. It off the list. It's terrible. Like, someone could take me on their yacht and I'd go through and I'd be like, this is fucking amazing. And by day three, I'd be like, it's a boat. <laughs> Like, that's me. Like, it's I, a boat. I don't know why I'm Boats and hoes. I know. I'm like, what the... F I don't think it's you, though, in terms of, like, you passing that down to your son. I think that's just kids in general. They're just... We, we give them so much because... Not that we had so little, but we certainly had less than we we're able to give them now. And so we just lay it on them thick. And if they become, like... Eh. And why do you think that is? I think, like... Because we're Are at we, work so much, we don't. We're have overcompensating, time right? Exactly right. because of the time, right? Because Correct. that Brings that us there's loops us, back, loops us back in. Get back in bed. We're yes. looping us back in. That time is valuable, and so all right, maybe maybe you have to continue to you know do the stupid job that you're that you're doing that you're you've gotten sick of. You don't want to do anymore, but find time, find something to do. Or, or time to spend that does make you happy. And don't worry about identifying as your profession. You don't have to do that. You can just Correct. be... And some do. I mean, the yeah. doctors I work for certainly identify themselves by their profession. They're 78 years old and still working because they define themselves as being a doctor. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, you went through like 18 years of school and they probably, to get where you're And at. they probably love it. I, I don't think they would if they didn't want to. Like, I, I don't think they would continue to, to, to do that and identify that way if they hated it. Yeah. You know, some, some people, people do just really, by their jobs. because, yeah, because that's what they love. Yeah. You'll never work a day if you, what is it? You never work a day if you love what you do or some shit that's like exactly that. Am I getting it. that wrong? That's exactly it. But some of us don't have that luxury, right? So we have to work. We have to have the stupid job. But find something or some time where, you know, you can, you can be happy. Agreed. That's the takeaway That's for today. That's our takeaway for today. All right, guys, let's move on from this very deep uh, discussion. <laughs> and uh, and let's do our hump day special. So again, our hump day special is just a way for us to kind of close out a serious topic and conclude one thing before we move on to something stupid and ridiculous. So today's hump day special, Amy, is the, the dumbest thing I ever did. Sober, drunk, or high. <laughs> Where do I begin? So where do I begin? <laughs> so, um, so the story I thought I would share was, uh, and and you were in on this, Amy. Yes. This was the first time we went to Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, this, was this the first. Oh, trip. I love this story. This can this will be mine as well, just because. All right, we'll piggyback. This on is going to take a while. It, it was. It's amazing. like a double whammy. Yes. So <laughs> it was amazing. So it started off sober, right? So we drove. Yeah. You drove excited. my car. We were with two other friends. Mm hmm. Driving to Salem, we're going to spend the weekend as witches in October. So in excited. Salem, Massachusetts. Always wanted to do this. Huge bucket trip. List. Bucket, Huge list, bucket trip. list trip. Totally. Uh, and how much shared how it with two people that we don't normally see during the year? So it just made right. it kind of reunion. It was awesome. Yeah, it was just awesome. It was just a whole bunch of awesome. Two real, two really good friends that we've we've all known moms. Forever. We're all yep. moms away yep. from the kids, away yep. from spouses. 
girls trip, truly girls How trip. long did it, you think it, it took you, well, you were driving? I drove fast. It took me like, what, five Amy hours? always drives, yeah, five hours. So if, if, it, if it's seven hours, you, you it, do it in four. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we stop in Connecticut for something to eat, right? We find a, a, a subway. Literally a subway. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and we go into the subway and we're sitting at a table. We're just eating sandwiches and whatever. We're fueling up for the last leg of the trip. We leave the subway, get in the car, continue the drive. Another three hours. Unbeknownst, right? Another, another three, three hours. hours. Finally get to Massachusetts. Arrive, arrive on time. Three o'clock, check in at the hotel. Right? Perfect. We, ready to go. Ready to party. We made perfect timing, right? It, which is very important to Amy when she's driving, which is why she weaves in and out of traffic and drives yes, very I fast. Yes, I have like a plan for how I want my day to yeah. go. And now it's time to check into the hotel. No, I think it was when we were emptying all we the stuff out of the car. We were emptying all the stuff out of the car. But I'm thinking I have to go check in at, at the hotel, so I'm looking for my purse, which is at the subway in Connecticut. <laughs> three hours backwards. Three hours backwards. And now it's Friday and With no license and my car. Yeah. So now you now looked at me like... You can kindly go fuck yourself because <laughs> yeah. I just you. drove like, go fuck five you, hours. Your mom and your grandma, everyone you're related to, fuck and you. I, and then, and then another one of our friends who was in the back seat the whole time and has uh, has a bad back and she had surgery a couple years ago. Looked at us and was like, "There is zero <laughs> chance you're going to get me to sit in this car another for another bus. six hours to go back." So the first thing we had to do was. Call every subway and figure in out where we were and figure out where we were. We didn't even know where we were. We didn't imagine know, just yeah. like stop a seeing a yeah. subway and be like, boop, oh, let's go there. Random, okay. yeah, random restaurant in a mm. random. Uh, I found it through my research skills, by the way. You, you, I was looking at images. Yeah, you I, did. I, I we, you it. did. We were all on our phones. We finally found the subway after calling and they had it. We called them and they're like, oh, yeah, it's here. It's orange and gray and it has a long strap and it's right, it's right here. Like, fuck. So I'm like, you better ask them to FedEx that shit. <laughs> So I'm like I, I I couldn't I I couldn't go by myself. I didn't have a license. Our one lovely friend, our one lovely friend who's always been a ride or die sweetheart. <laughs> like she's an angel set on this earth. Yeah. And I'm looking in my mind going, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, yeah. And I and my angel savior comes. She's and like, says, I'll go with her. I'll go with her. Thank and God. And I quickly let her do that. <laughs> any resistance. <laughs> I'll take the check. I was like, yes, okay. okay. <laughs> alligator arms, alligator arms. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, yeah. So she, so I drove, even though I didn't have a license, through another, what, two states. To and it's Friday at three o'clock. Friday at three o'clock. 95. Yeah. If anybody's experienced such Oh choice. my God. I-95. The, the rush hour traffic was absolutely Horrendous. insane. Three hours back to Connecticut. Found my purse. Luckily they were still <laughs> open. Three <laughs> Three hours back. Three hours back to Massachusetts. Finally get back to Massachusetts. At like 9 p.m. 9 p.m., yeah. So we bonded. I'll tell you our part. So Sue and I are in this hotel room, and I think we had one bottle of Bacardi sitting there. And we're like, what are we going to do? Like, we, we didn't want to go into Salem. We thought that was wrong. We wanted the four of us to enjoy this moment together. We were being good friends, and we're like, fuck it, we're not going till they get back. Had no idea it would be six hours fucking later that you guys would be back. You did go, though, because that's I, where we met you. Because, well, I'm telling you. Yeah. So Sue and I popped the bottle, mm -hmm. and we start drinking this bottle, and we're watching, <laughs> I don't know, some Netflix show or whatever. We polished the bottle of Bacardi. Finally, at like 6.30, we get a text from them saying, you know what, guys? We're like still two hours out. Yeah, just, just go. Just fucking head in. And mm -hmm. with that, we were like, had our ship Twist ready. my arm. <laughs> Twist my arm. Our Uber is already on the way. 
<laughs> we took a we gamble and won. Yeah. Um, so we head in. And then you can so continue. you yeah you Uber into the city you're after at a, you're at a bar a bo- you went drink- to a bar we're drinking bottles more, of champagne more drinking oh bottles of champagne didn't occur to you to eat anything mm, we forgot about eating <laughs> Aim, uh, Julie and I finally get back we we get we go into the city we Uber into the into the city and we find you guys. And you're fucking <laughs> schlammerkluted. Well, you had an idea when you guys walked into the hotel room and they saw the empty bottle of a Yeah, we walked go, oh, in and we're like, fuck, they are <laughs> fucked up already. Like, oh my God, how are we going to find them? So we, we we do find you. You're fucking schlammerkluted. We get food because we're like, you guys didn't like eat anything? It didn't occur to you <laughs> to drink all this alcohol? Nope. And then... I want to fast forward a little bit because it the next day got really funny. But anyway... We, we get together, we drink together, we leave that restaurant, we see Freddy Krueger on the corner, <laughs> Amy decides, fuck all, I'm going home, I don't know if this is real or not, ghosts are coming into her mind, she's turning in, I'm becoming she, a conduit, she's a conduit to the, to to the, the dead, dead. <laughs> this is the truth, which is, is true, there's a whole fucking thing going on, she's talking to witches from 1693, She's got to leave. So her and Sue leave. Julie and I stay. We have a couple more drinks. We end up going home. Next day, we're back in the city. We're on Essex Street. We're ready to do it right. We're ready to do it right. We're going to let all of that. Forget yesterday. We're going to let it all go. We go into this bar. Mind you, I think we're dressed like witches. We are. Totally dressed. Head to toe. The regalia. Head to toe. Head to toe. And we do Hats. different colors. Colors. Someone's green. Someone's Shoes. purple. Someone's... The capes. The whole fucking thing. The f- four of us look like idiots. <laughs> we fit in because it's Salem, but we're dressed like witches. I loved it. They thought we were part of the freaking show. That's how good... Yeah, people That's were... how legit we looked. Yeah, we were. People were like, can we get a picture with you? Like, are, is it allowed? They thought we were, like, part of Salem yeah. getting paid to, like... We should have accepted. We, we should, should have had like a bucket. Paid. We should have had a fucking Venmo. And been yeah, like, Venmo or just like just a tip jar, <laughs> just for those goddamn pumpkin bowls. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, we walk into that bar. We had to give our license, right? You, you know, and then we, we left that bar. We want to go into another bar. Fucking retarded, wasted. Go into uh, uh, Rockefellers on Essex Street. Mm-hmm. You need your license again. Mm-hmm. And I'm digging through my purse, which I have because it's not in Connecticut anymore. And we but... know she has her license because we just went to three bars that carted us, even as witches. Right. Even at 43. But now I can't find it. Now she can't find her license. And I'm drunk. And she's drunk. So I... And self-deprecating. And I'm... Yeah, I self-punish. I'm self-deprecating. <laughs> I'm still mad at myself from the day before. I have not forgiven myself for that. She hasn't cleansed her body of I those sins. I have not... <laughs> I have not cleansed my body of those sins. And what did I do? Had a fucking total his <laughs> fit. Dumping her purse and garbage out on Essex Street. Screaming. Motherfucking everybody. Motherfucking everybody. <laughs> I go, give me your purse. I found it after looking and said purse calmly like a fucking human being. I put it like in a part of my wallet where I normally no, I wouldn't put it. it. I just, just like shoved it, it in. in there. But I couldn't and find it again. I find it. Lost she my shit. Crying and <laughs> fucking running away as a witch. And it's hilarious to see a crying witch, a cursing crying witch, <laughs> fucking walking away. We find her behind a building, <laughs> knelt down in an alleyway. <laughs> Again, self-deprecating oneself. I need I needed to flagellate. <laughs> I needed to beat myself up. That's what I do. That's my toxic trait. So then so then Sue, sweet, sweet angel. Sweet Sue. <laughs> sweet, sweet Sue. Tries to hug me. And calm her down. We 
and calm me down. Yay! I'm going to give you a hug, (laughs) as any nice friend would do. (laughs) And what did I do? I forget. She goes, get the fuck off me. Get the fuck away from me! deserve hugs. I lost my purse and my license. I lost my purse and my license. I've inconvenienced my friends. I need to fall on the sword now. I don't need hugs. I need my throat slit. Why is no one trying to kill me the way I want? (laughs) And Amy, the only human I can do. As only Amy can do. The only human being alive that gets away with saying this to me grabs me by the shoulders and goes... You're being a dick. Stop it. That's what I said. You're being a fucking dick. You're being a fucking <laughs> Stop. Now, if anybody, if literally any other human being alive, my husband Watch includes, said that to me, I would, they would have no balls. They would have teeth falling out of their mouth. I would lose my shit. Amy says it to me and I go, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and we go on and have a wonderful night. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my God, one so one. yeah, that was one of the dumbest things I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving my purse in Connecticut and um, having a, 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 a complete meltdown, hissy fit, shit fit. And also wearing pink pants that trip was, was I another wearing... dumb thing. Because pink, the pink pants pink was not leather that trip. pants get no, you it wasn't out of bars. No, that was the that was the following oh, year. That'll be for another. That's a, another, another story for another time another when I when I kicked time. myself out of a out of a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that was a good episode, Aim. I think uh, I think we can I think we can wrap, wrap it up. It up. There. Yeah. Third time's a charm. That's it for episode three, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Hope to see you guys back next week. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Spotify. We'll be aiming to upload new content weekly. And remember, don't get it twisted. Let's get something straight. <laughs>